This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... Come check out the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce live at Free Play Florida. So far, we've got confirmed guests, Billy Mitchell, Walter Day, George Lowe, the voice of Space Ghost on Cartoon Network, Keith Apicary, Classic Gaming Wiz, and self-proclaimed Sega CEO, Scott Adams, legendary creator of text-based adventures, and our good friend, Brian Colon, creator of Rampage and Arch Rivals. There will also be over 200 games at this event, including three 10-foot arcade cabinets featuring classic games like Star Wars. There will also be a console museum. Go get tickets at wp.freeplayflorida.com. Friday is going to be 25 bucks. Saturday is 30. Sunday is 25 bucks. Kids are, of course, five dollars. You can get the whole weekend, Johnny, for 60. And also, there's going to be an awesome Saturday night party, which is 15 dollars, but it's going to be from 11:30 to 3 a.m. Full arcade music plus live performances, and it's all at the newly renovated Double, Double Tree Sea World. So you definitely want to go check it out, and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. My name is Johnny Womack, and I have my co-captain, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man, we're the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Yeah, we're, the <laughs> we're a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. Yeah, man. And every single episode of the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with a good old Deuce salute. Woo-hoo. Ah, that was commercial-worthy there. That was, that was very the good. good old bush. Bush. Light. The working man's beer. Um, but yeah, um, cheers, man. Cheers. Uh, and we're back again by popular demand. We have the amazing Dirk Scholler from Death Lake Productions. He's joining us on this awesome wild ride that we call Stranger Things. Uh, exciting. So welcome back to the happy hour. Thank Johnny. you for having me back as always. Uh, we love talking television and movies, and we have a filmmaker, Dirk Scholler. He's going to give his insight on what he thinks about Stranger Things, and we're just going to gig out on it because it's, it's so much stuff. It's so to, good. It's so good. Straight I say like, that now, and I like I'll get into a moment where I'm just like I start picking at it, and I realize I hate it. I'm like, oh, it's yeah, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can overanalyze anything, oh, right? That's but uh, but Stranger Things kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, Netflix has been really doing well yeah, with with their uh, original material, and I think Stranger Things kind of was the f- was the first one that really bonded like a lot of age groups because it's not really you can w- I wouldn't say you couldn't watch it with kids but it's it's not like super scary like where it's gonna give you nightmares but there is elements that there are some s- that if are you're a used dicey, to ro- yeah. watching 80s sci-fi kind of 
you know, Goonies, kind of like yeah. just the whole elements there. Uh, I think you'll be okay. And right. I, I, any yeah. 80s movie with kids on bikes, that's yeah. basically what, that, exactly. what the show is. Anything uh, made by Amblin Entertainment. Is exactly. Yeah. Very good. Anything uh, that is Spielberg-related, especially, which this rumor has been confirmed, Spielberg did direct Poltergeist. Oh, yeah? Toby Hooper did not direct uh, Poltergeist. It was pretty much all Spielberg. Really? Yeah. The That's original? Legit. The original Poltergeist was yeah. Spielberg, but he could not be listed as saying that he directed two movies in 84 because he was already directing E.T. Uh, oh. So, so he gave Little. it to Toby Hooper, who was already on set and everything. But right. you could tell when you like, I went back and I watched Poltergeist again. That movie is like everything Spielberg. Spielberg yeah. Like you get, you got the E.T. feeling from that right. movie. And it's not. Plus, it wasn't really that scary. I love no. I'm going off on Poltergeist right now. But no, Poltergeist yeah. is not even that scary. It's just a fun family horror movie about ghosts. Right. That's really all it is. Right. It's a family horror movie. Right. So with Stranger Things, um, it for me, it kind of it connects a lot of generations. Because if you grew up watching you know, the 80s films and whatnot, mm-hmm. you can relate. If you're a younger kid and you're teenagers, uh, you probably really enjoyed it as well. Or even older people, because my mom, actually, and she doesn't like horror at all. Mm-hmm. She's watched both seasons of Stranger Things and loved them I would both. say it's I would say it's horror-light. Yeah. Horror horror-light, it, like, it ha- yeah. yeah. It's not, like, so extreme where, like, oh, my God, I, I can't go to sleep after what. No, it's not it's Black not, Mirror. No, no. exactly. Uh, but what I love about it is it does a great job of incorporating 80s elements. Mm-hmm. Anywhere from the bedrooms to the posters to the TV, the music. Uh, we'll talk about the music later. That's yeah. another whole section to talk That's about. That's you. That's all that, you, Johnny. I'm yeah, geeking out no. on the music on that part. Trust uh, me, that'll be 20 minutes where yeah. me. No, no, I'll cut it down. I'll cut it down. Uh, <laughs> we can but just talk about girls. We like it stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about the show is you're immediately hooked by the characters. Like these, these up and coming kids that uh, respect. Mistake. Up and coming characters and now that. Correct me if I'm wrong. They've not really been anything, right? This is like their first. This was their breakout role, right. yeah. I think. And they're all I'm really sure. young because I googled right. it the other night. Like twelve, I'm, right? Eleven, twelve, thirteen. Uh, like fourteen. This the oldest one right. is the little African American kid. He's right. sixteen. Right. Yeah, because that's that's yeah. that's a good um, uh, search history for a thirty year old man is to look yeah, exactly. up a lot of young kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was waiting for Sheriff Brady Judd to be like boom, 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 and then I just had to look up the girl, Millie Bobby uh, Brown. Well, no, not her, but the girl from Descendants that's on the. Disney Channel that's oh, yeah. going to be Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> I've looked up so many kids lately that I'm waiting for Sheriff Grud to, Jer- you, you know what I mean, Sheriff Grady to be like, all right, Deuce, uh, come on. you got to go yeah. to the pokey for a couple days. You <laughs> know why. Hilarious. Come on. Let's go. So. Uh, but these kids, like, immediately they had chemistry, and I think yeah. that's something that you can't really well, my teach. my mom thought they were, like, in their 20s, and I'm like, Ma, these no. kids are not in their 20s. So I went to Wikipedia, and I looked it up, and, like, one of them's like twelve, one's thirteen, one's fourteen. The oldest one was uh, the the little African American kid, and he's sixteen. Right. Uh, except for the other act, like the other. Like Why the they're older, older of course. Was, yeah. But even they were all like just like I think the oldest one of them was like twenty. Right. So I was wow. like, wow, these are all like actual like teenage kids. Sweet, I have a chance. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but what I loved was like you can't really teach chemistry. You can you can edit it, and as a filmmaker, you can probably chime in on this. You you can get good shots good scenes good takes mm-hmm. uh but it's really tough to fake a chemistry um on screen 
the, the kids all felt so natural and so real. It's because they all hang out together. They probably do, but I, w- I was watching the after show, which I we we talked about Stranger the after Things show, Beyond, Beyond Stranger Things. Yeah. Which was re- did you get to watch that? At I all? didn't get to watch that. I'm so angry about that. Well, watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. And yeah. The one thing I like is the episodes are only like 15. The longest one's 23 minutes. The shortest one's like 12. Mm-hmm. And there's only like seven of them. Um, but they th- what I like is they kind of hodgepodge like. They'll put these couple actors together, and they'll put these couple actors together, and then they'll mix it around. So each yeah. one's got a different theme, and then one the actors that can be there, they actually send in like tapes, and they have like an old like VHS machine they show oh, on, which so is kind of cool. cool. Um, but I I really like that. But when you watch that show, you hear them talking about how they all hang out together and they spend time together all the time. And now that I'm coming home later at night because of work, I, I've been watching uh, Jimmy Fallon because I'm not. I never would stay up that late before. Yeah. And, like, they had all the Stranger Things kids on there the other night, and they had, like, some dance party thing they were doing. Yeah. And, like, these kids are, like, generally, like, friends in real life. Like, oh, they yeah. Hang out. Well, even, like, when they, they were casting the kids, I don't know if you guys know this, yeah. they actually had all the ki- they actually had the kids read the script from Stand By Me for auditions. Oh, really? Yeah. That so makes that, sense. Because, like, yeah. they, had, they had to – they had to get them – they had to get the kids – knowing all the 80s references and everything so that way they can that way you could tell you know what they're talking about right. you could have you could have someone name drop a reference and you could tell it just doesn't sound natural coming out of a yeah. character it was like these kids like had to grow up on this especially when Finn Wolfhard who plays Mike yeah. goes on to play um uh Richie on um uh it he's like yeah. one of the funniest characters on there and it's just funny how he is in a show about the 80s and then goes right into an 80s movie like yeah. it and everything. Yeah. yeah. I, I think what I loved about it was the, the nothing felt like – how do I put this? Nothing felt forced. Uh, yeah. We're talking about season one right now. Um, yeah. Nothing felt forced. Everything – like immediately you were like the kids were playing D&D, I think, in the very yeah. beginning. And, and uh, it, it just – it felt like you were watching kids. Like it felt – it was really cool because it felt like you were watching like – a video of yourself as a kid, like geeking out on something. You're like, yeah. "Hey, this is me. I'm at my friends. We're hanging out. Yeah. You know, we're playing. Oh, it's time to go to bed. We had, you know, you're at a friend's house and you have to leave. Whatever. It's yeah. getting late. And it got, you know, it just felt like you, you could, you lived that moment in, yeah, in a, in a weird way. There. Like, like you'd been there and like you were almost living vicariously through them if you hadn't. And like it was just a really cool moment where they were able to bond. You immediately knew what they, their interests were. You could see the posters on the walls and the music and and Star Wars and all the stuff was already being like it was there, but it wasn't like in your face. It was kind of in the background, you know. Yeah. So you could like if you wanted, you would focus in on it, and then it wasn't like apparent. Uh, I, I love the way the house, the way the cars, everything kind of just felt fit, fit the theme because it was like eighty three or, or something like that, the eighty two, eighty three. Yeah, I think it was eighty three, and then season two is eighty four. Yeah. yeah. So it felt like that time, and 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 it felt like a period piece almost because like they, they nailed that, and that felt authentic because there could have been a moment where you're like that doesn't exist in the eighties, and you, yeah. it could have pulled you out of the moment. But they did a great job talking about candy bars, everything. Right. I mean, the whole. Well, season two, we'll talk about it later. But the whole the whole Milky Way thing and the nougat, mm. like I I've had conversations with my friends about that. It, yeah. it was hilarious. Like I, I still do because I'm a huge yeah. Three Musketeers fan, and that just like hit home for me. I love yeah. Three Musketeers. Oh God, I love nougat. Um, nougat is so underrated. It, it is, is. <laughs> really underrated. Yeah. So like I'm just saying, like yeah. I'm a fan of the nougat. Oh like, yeah. Exactly. And I'm sure it's probably nougat is probably less calories than all that other. Oh, shit. absolutely. So, yeah, it's healthier yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly. My thing is like yeah. what I like about Stranger Things compared to like a lot of the movies I've seen is that 
this one does a really good job about taking homages and references to other like to other movies and everything like you can tell where they're they're coming from but it's so damn original yeah that it's like that's like my big thing like the difference between stranger things and any tarantino movie for me yeah. personally it's like like with tarantino movies he always talks about he's like the king of homages and everything and i feel like he uses that term a little too much yeah that it's a thing that it's like there's having an homage to where you're just like throwing a reference in someone's face that is so freaking well, obvious it's like you're taking something and shoving it up its own ass exactly if that makes any sense yeah. like I, and and that's the only thing that scares me about this movie ready player one that's coming out right around the corner Ooh. is because there's so many references in it i feel like it's just gonna be a reference fest yeah and it's like if you Having a reference to have a reference is okay, but when everything is a reference to a reference of a reference, it's like you got to know all this shit to make it work. Exactly. And it's like, how far are you going to cram something up its own ass? Yeah, that, that and that's sense? what I like. And that's the thing with Stranger Things is that it's such an original story, but you can tell where they get their inspiration from. Like, you can see oh, very Goonies, Stand By, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. See Goonies Stand By Me, and all those in there, but it's so original and different that you – you enjoy the reference, but you also enjoy how original it is that you don't have to be like, oh, they went with that. Yeah. Stranger Things season two, we'll get into, but like, I feel like yeah. there were some things that they they kind of overdid the references. Yeah. Me yeah, personally yeah, yeah, as a yeah. cinephile, but yeah. like other than that. Yeah. But well, with season one too, I mean, you're you're dealing with a lot of issues. I mean, you have teen romance. You've got mm. people with divorced parents, you know, and yeah. you having to deal with that as a child. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so you've got you've got all that, and then you've got like, <sighs> how do I put this? There is there is the whole element of will, right? Will, yeah, being in the upside down, right. and you have the whole element of you know how do you connect with him because he's in another plane. Right. How do you talk to him? How do you connect with him? And they need clever stuff with lights and yeah. telephone, all this really cool stuff. Which we'll Be throw our spoiler warning right. out now. Spoilers, so, yeah, of course, spoiler. spoilers. Spoiler but they did stuff. On a pretty much a low budget because yeah. the second season they they got a bigger budget, but for the for a pretty much quote unquote low budget uh, television show, they did a really great job of making stuff out of small amount of yeah. facts. Because like, it, it was all in the editing and the sound design. That's what right. made it yeah. work. Because exactly. like because I feel like a lot of people have said that the show was really good up until they showed the Demogorgon, yeah. it, and because it was like you didn't have to see him to be to like to fear him. But it was like once they showed the CGI and everything, you could the budget was very obvious. I agree. Well, yeah, it's funny yep. because we brought this up on another episode, but I'll tell the story again because I know Dirk hasn't heard it. So season one, they had a, a visual effects guy that did the Demi Gorgon, and yeah. he was part time, so mm. he was only on set like every other Thursday or something. He'd be like, "Hey, here's some pictures, here's some drawings, or hey, let me show you my laptop. This is kind of what it looks like." Um, so that was the budget they had. Well, on season two. They said they had a guy there every day. Like, they had a whole visual effects team yeah. for season so two. Yeah, so a little bit different. So yeah. they yeah. had got so much money. Instead of having the guy there, like, every other Thursday or something, like, they had a whole team. Yeah. The show did so good. It made And that's so much what I think I like more about season one is that it is such a, it is such a different show 
that it's a genre piece, but it's different. That it doesn't need so much special effects, right? Yeah. For it to be scary and for it to be tense and like have all this. Well, this, you this don't need elements. the visual effects to make it scary. It's exactly. Scary because of what's going on, not because of like well, some spooky monster effect. Right. Or it's something. the tone. It's the acting. It's the editing. Everything right. comes together to make the the fear and everything. And right. also, let's also talk about Eleven because obviously she is a, a very pivotal character in both seasons. Mm-hmm. But her character is also a fish out of water experience, oh, uh, which I really like. Uh, she's learning the world because she never really grew up in it, and so for her, it's which is a great opportunity to throw in a lot of '80s references, is to have a fish out of water. Yeah. Like, what's the? It's like when it's like Star Trek Episode Four, right. when they all go back to San Francisco, and yeah. it's like nothing but '80s references right, in right. there. That was like how I feel like the the siphon that uh, that eleven was is like this is an opportunity to just geek out. I know yeah. the yeah. Duffer brothers love that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So eleven is really interesting because she she was in this uh facility, this Yeah, this laboratory. Laboratory and, and she only I guess she was taken as I think if I remember the story, she was taken as a from her mother her mother yeah, yeah. as a baby well, as a baby. You find out in season two. Yeah. yeah. So she is experimented on, and she had to realize. Now I don't remember this part. How she got her powers? Was it stuff they did to her to give her powers? Or was I she think already so, born? I think they experimented on her. They experimented like because she was a lab rat. Like right. that was like what she always hated was the fact that she was like, like she was like experimented on. She right. wasn't a she wasn't a human. She was a subject. Right. That's why they never gave her a name. She was eleven. So right. like they never they didn't care who she, she didn't was. really have a childhood. She exactly. didn't really get to experience yeah, yeah. it. So this so seeing her come into this group of characters this and being cast yeah, kids and being like what is normal i don't know what normal is but these these characters seem to really care about each other and so she gravitated towards them immediately mm-hmm. uh and especially with mike uh she had a in, immediate connection with mike and i i really felt like her character was interesting to see grow cuz she's really grown a lot as a character uh just how she interacts with the world and how she interacts with people and I have to give a big shout out to Winona Ryder. I think she did her. She did a I great job. I keep forgetting job. it's Winona Ryder. I know That's she's how good. Her character she's really is. good, uh, and she really, you really, she you really, as a parent, me being a parent, I really kind of gravitated towards that oh, part this of is, this. Is our favorite part of the show, Dirk. <laughs> uh, having a struggle, you have your kid. You just you worry about them. You're not you're not sure what's going to happen. Like you have that worry, that parent worry that mm-hmm. parents can get. Uh, and I and I was like, wow, that's I kind of can relate to that. You know, you want your kids to be well and successful and and to be healthy and all that. And the fact that will and even as even as an audience member, you're not really sure what the upside down is in season one. You're like, is it really happening in reality? Is it in his head? Is it a dream? Like you didn't really know. And then all of a sudden, you start to see the the whole uh, pushing through the wall and the in the in the house and all this <laughs> stuff. And, and then you're creepy. like, all right. This is like actually happening, you yeah. know. And then if the fact that Eleven has all these powers and all the stuff abilities, and and then her gravitating to Egos, even though Egos have been around for a while, and her she's just like, oh, these are great. Uh, Did anybody with the whole Ego thing like start craving Egos after? They not watched really. It? Okay. Like I actually went out and bought like two or three boxes. But she eats the plain Egos. I can't eat the plain Egos. No, I have to have, have syrup. syrup. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Or we get the blueberry them. ones. Those yeah, are really good. Yeah, she would eat them frozen and everything. And yeah. it's like, Jesus Christ, child. Yeah, like this. Is well, a, she don't know. She. I, I mean, know, but like, what the, but like, what the hell? But that's just yeah. like, but that's even worse. Like saying, yeah. like, that's how bad they treated her that she actually prefers frozen egos and everything. Yeah. It's like shit. No, I did. I did a run like after oh, the show. You? Like I went and got like I don't even think they were egos. They were like 
go not great value. First, yeah. yeah, like great value egos. And then I bought some sort of like low fat syrup and stuff. Oh right. man, yeah, I had a, I had to run there for a couple weeks where I was eating. Damn it, Deuce! Like now crazy. I'm hungry for waffles yeah. now. Right? Damn it! Right? And I'm not a waffle guy. I'm not either. But I was yeah. just like, yeah. yeah. So everyone now thinks yeah. the Deuce. We yeah. all want waffles. waffles. Uh, so. What I also like is you had you had in the story make the story work. You, obviously, you have the kids and they're in the universe and 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 already they already have like oh we believe in the upside down because we play Dungeons and Dragons we believe in the mystical whatever they're already kind of geeking out on stuff. But you have to have one character that that exists in both worlds, and I don't mean Eleven where she can go to both. I'm meaning you need to have a character that starts in one world and ends in the other. And what I mean by that is uh, uh, Chief Hopper. Yeah, he Hopper's, he is yeah, like actor. he's very good, but he also he starts off to saying, "Oh, this is crazy! And I don't I don't believe in any of this stuff." Being in reality A, let's call it the you know non upside down world, and then he starts to see things are not quite the way they should be, and he's starting to doubt himself. And the fact that he's able to go all the way to where his character go, grows in season two with Eleven, the fact that he's able to go in and and try to help the the, the whole the laboratory, the scientists, and all. What did you guys think of that? Uh, the whole when they went to the actual laboratory in season one, where they're going in and you see everything, and you see the, I love what they did with the the upside down being like foggy and like uh, you can like see all like the like debris the particles, particles. And yeah, yeah. Um, if, like I feel like it'd be like what I got. I felt like it would be hard to breathe in that world. Like you oh, feel yeah. the weight of it, and yeah, that that just just them walking around. I just felt uncomfortable the right. whole time. Exactly. Um, things like it's been a while since I've seen season one. But it's like I'm trying to remember like the big moments. Like for me, it was like, like I'm trying to remember how I felt when I saw it because when I saw it, I was watching it arbitrarily with my cousin when I went and visited South Carolina, and then we we're like, yeah, let's just watch Stranger Things because she and I were both coming down with sickness and everything. Like, yeah, let's just watch Stranger Things, and we were hooked. And we got to like episode four. We waited for my brother to come back. We watched it one through four again. Then we got to like like five six seven and then we had to watch those over again because someone else came in so we kept watching it over and over again in cycles and then it was like all right everyone in the same room we're watching episode eight no more so we're watching episode eight and i'm trying to remember because like uh, episode i'm trying to remember everything that happened in that season because it was like the whole thing about steve and nancy oh yeah we haven't even talked about the, that. the love triangle yeah. between yeah. them yeah and, like, all the different – because it's, it's kind of going back to Riverdale in the sense of, like, how all these different, like, like tangents all come back together for right. one main right. story in the end. Yeah, because you didn't even talk about Steve and Nancy and, and the yeah. whole pool party and going out and trying to, you know, have – R.I.P. Barb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the whole element. And then, of course, with the pool and all that, seeing, like, oh, well, this upside down is – this whole yeah, world everyone is... was still holding out for Barb and everything. And that right. was, like – and even in season two, that is just, like – Damn it! Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody. Cheers, like, yeah. right now took his hat off and like. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. like, man, because like I kind of like they said that we were gonna get justice for Barb and whatever, but like I kind of I wanted the actress like because it's the upside down. I figured maybe there's a way to like somehow bring her back, right. and maybe maybe she's infected with like the. I don't the Demi Gorgon or yeah. I don't know like right. there when you have a show like this you have it's like a comic book there's a mm-hmm. hundred ways to bring somebody sure, back yeah and everybody really liked the character of Barb so I was like okay they're gonna bring her back they're gonna do something and then they didn't and I'm like well fuck yeah like, well it I also really made things really it. Yeah. It, made, it made the upside down a really scary place because you're like this 
This shit's you know, permanent. This Death is permanent. Year is permanent. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it made it it made it just add another whole element of Which might be the reason they didn't bring her back because they wanted to make it permanent I, and everybody I like I like the idea so, of yeah. that and that she's way. really busy on Riverdale right now. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, For the yeah. thirty seconds she yeah. gets to be on every other episode. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey, it's busy, okay. Yeah. Have you ever been on set? It's uh, it's well it's maybe a it bitch. is, but yeah. I hope they give her something like meaty to do on oh, Riverdale. I hope. Oh. Yeah. She's got a meaty part in that episode you didn't get to see, by the way. Yeah. The, the I bad seen. Betty. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh but I feel like with with uh Stranger Things, it he kinda hit it, it got people excited about like the eighties genre and it got people really like people that even if people didn't grow up during the eighties, they, 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 they were able to find stuff that they they could connect with. And if, I if, like if if a show can make you hate your ge- your current generation, then it's a good show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, one other thing, uh, I also liked uh, in season one because we'll take a break and get into season two. But let's see one other thing. One other thing I liked about season one was it had that E. T. Spielberg effect yes. where it was like Mike was hiding uh, Eleven in his room in like mm-hmm. this little uh, I don't know like, he made, like fort like pillow fort and everything exactly I thought that was really cool and he was kind of like oh, I'm gonna bring you food which is I thought it sounded really really clever and it felt like it was very nostalgic but very yep. original yep I agree that's what was that was, that's what was good about the show yep. and even it just being very minimalistic like minimalistic is probably not a good term to use because they had to do a lot of set design to make Hawkins look like Hawkins and everything. Yeah. To make it like a time period piece and all, but still, the fact that that was like the most of their budget was trying to make an '80s looking like location, but with very little budget, that is like it's still such an amazing show because they stretched their budget out so well to do such a a really good show. And that the other thing I liked about the characters, every character was different, and you could distinguish between like every character. Like, you know about Dustin and his dysplasia. You know about Mike and his living situation. You know about uh, Lucas and everything. You know Jonathan's living situation. Every character was distinct. And right. that's why I like this show more than The Goonies because that's the one thing I hated about The Goonies is that every kid, none of them was distinct. Everyone just screams. But And also, The Goonies, if you really think about it, there's no one really to get behind because all The Goonies were assholes. Oh, I hated They them. were all assholes. I related... Like, I related Stranger Things more to the Sandlot, even though the Sandlot was the '60s. Sandlot had very distinct characters. You can I name agree. every character yep. and like know everything about them, and right. they're all different. And there's something to like about each character, and right. that's that's good character development when you can make different characters and like something about each one of them, and not hate a character. Yeah. And I'm glad we didn't get to see the bullies from season one and season two because I'm glad that they got their. They got their comeuppance with the broken arm yeah. and then him pissing himself. Right. Okay, <laughs> real quick. Uh, everyone's thoughts on the deputies, like the other two cops. Oh, oh deputy dipshits? Yes. Is what I call oh them, deputy gosh. dipshits? The one yeah. guy with the mustache, right? Oh, yeah, the mustache. The black, yeah, the black yeah. guy and the, uh, black the, the dork. Like oh, yeah, he's I funny. love those guys so yeah. much. They're my the, they're, co- they're very comedic in there. It's in there but talking. I think you need that. Like, yeah. does this show need – you got to break it up a little bit, some of the seriousness with comedy, and it makes yeah. for, like, you know, deputy do-right kind of – you know, yeah. you need the kind of the goofy – especially because, I mean, think about it. Season one, uh, the the sheriff, I mean, that's – that's that's uh, the Chief ghost – Yeah. 
that's Ghost of Christmas Future Deuce. Right. If you look at him, he's a <laughs> raging fucking alcoholic. And he's like, in the morning, he won't let anybody talk to him. He's like, mornings are for coffee and contemplation. Because right. he's like, I'm fucking hungover. Leave right. me alone. So, like, the, I love his secretary. He just like hands him stuff when yeah, he walks exactly. in. Yeah, exactly. Just hands him coffee. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, just, I love that. Just the whole routine yeah. doesn't yeah. ask Like, anything. she knows what yep. to do. Yeah, so, gives him the keys yeah. when he walks out. I but love that. But you see him start at, like, like I said, Ghost of, uh, of Christmas Future Deuce. And then he... It turns into this like really good, redeemable character, guy, redeemable yeah. character, yeah. which I like because all of the characters I think in their own way start kind of flawed, and then they all kind of move forward, which is what you want from good storytelling. Right. There was a video I saw a while back where someone was saying like the best way that they introduced every character, and even just in general, like the best way to introduce a character is to introduce them in conflict, so that way you see how they react to it. Is right. it something that they're it's against? True. Is it right. something that? they're they're tempted they're tempted to go into it's like how does every character deal with conflict and then you really get to learn about the character because like you it's, it's typical to learn about the character as in like you know oh this is my everyday life but i want something and then they have to go on a whole journey right start the journey in the middle of them and and problem and then see how they react to it and when they react to it then you know what kind of character you're getting involved with right so that's what i thought was really good about their writing was that Every character had a problem right off the bat and how they dealt with it. Like Hopper, he the, episode one literally opens with him right after the, the opening credits, which the opening credits, no one skips the intro, right? Like, no. We just sit through awesome. the intro. Oh, every yeah. time. No, 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 because I, didn't, I, I don't think season one they had that option, but season two – They give you the you option. Yeah. Netflix like, has the option. That. I watch it every yeah, time. Yeah, I'm just like, 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 I'm just like it kind of gets you button. in the mood. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's it just like, like how the X-Files, like back in our day, yeah. Like, yeah. the X-Files intro kind of got you in the mood of – we're gonna see some spooky shit, or like, yeah. or, or even more re- more modern, like Game of Thrones. You hit that music, din, 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 din. you get all yeah. like pumped. We're gonna exactly. see some yeah. titties and some dragons. <laughs> it's gonna be cool, so cool, so fucking cool, so fucking cool. George R. R. Martin on the phone right now. Yeah, George Railroad Martin, Railroad Martin. Anyways, we're gonna take. He wears a funny hat and has suspenders and is really old, really, really old. Better finish those books for he fucking dies. Anyways, on that note uh we're gonna take a small break and we'll be right back with the happy hour with johnny and deuce this episode of the happy hour with johnny and deuce is brought to you by retro Retro game Game treasure retro game treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service they send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love you go on there you have a wish list you have your console of choice they'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like nes super nintendo sega genesis sega cd sega dreamcast sega game gear game boy color xbox playstation 1 playstation 2 gamecube and many more now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What did listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. I'm Johnny. Got my main man Deuce, and we got Dirk Scholler of Deathlike Productions. Yellow. Uh, we were talking. We're talking Stranger Things, of course. How awesome the show is. Uh, how I love the idea of 
of Netflix, the Netflix model, quote unquote, where the whole season's there right from the start, so you can binge watch it. And I think yeah. a lot of people, uh, I'm all about the binge. People watching yeah. binge watching. I know people when you talk about season two, they just they they knew it was coming out and they just set a lot of time like. Yeah. You know, and you also like you made a good point. You know it's nine ep- nine episodes, yeah, right? Yeah. You know how many yeah. hours you're gonna have to invest into it. Exactly. Which is also nice. And that's also what like you were saying like in our previous episodes when you talk about Riverdale about how yeah. you are dedicating time to a show. Yeah. Right. You're taking time out of your budget for one hour. Right. When you can set your own schedule. Exactly. For this platform. Right. So it's like for me, it was like I saw episode one and two on Halloween. And then it was like, after that, okay, now I have to set up my own schedule to get this show done so I can move on with my life. So that was like, for me, I liked that element a lot more yeah. with like the, the binge watching platform is a much better. I'm, I'm waiting for the moment when television finally just moves to that whole. Right. That whole it eventually scenario. is going that way. Yeah. Um, so the end of real quick, the end of season one, of course, we're fast forwarding it, of course, because you yeah. want to get into season two. Uh, there's a big, there's a quote unquote fight at the end uh, with the Demi Gorgon and Eleven, and of course uh, Will gets brought back over. Mm-hmm. And what happens at the end of season one? He's in the bathroom and yeah. he's coughing. Yeah, he coughs up a slug. Basically, we don't know what this means at this point. We're no, like, what is and this? he starts blinking in and out of the upside down. The upside yeah. down. Yeah, and it's all like you don't know if it's like in his head or if he's actually there again. If he's like blinking in and out. Uh, Eleven fought the Demogorgon and was sent back to the Upside Down. Uh, Mike is very broken up about it because he lost the one girl that he actually liked finally. Right. Uh, but everything is, like, okay again, but it's, like, things it's are still okay, different. It's okay, but it's not okay. Right. Yeah, like, you still, yeah. like, you, it would be really difficult for you to, like, ignore what, what all happened. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like... Everything's back to normal, but there's still scars. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the big thing. And there but was a whole thing. Yeah, kind of set stuff up too, because on the Beyond Stranger Things, there's one of the one of the episodes is with all the writers, mm-hmm. and they're talking. They said the one thing that they did in season one that they said they they didn't do in season two, and this isn't a spoiler for you, Johnny, is they said you know at the end of season one, like we had already set up like. Hopper and Eleven, because he's leaving the Egos out for her, and we set up, you know, Will spitting up the slug, and he's right. like, we kind of wrote ourselves into corners a little bit, because, like, we already basically kind of teased what was going to happen for the next episode, so, like, for the end of season two, we're not going to tease anything for next season, because we want to have time to, like, come back, collect our thoughts, and, like, write it, and I'm like, as a writer, that's probably really smart, because yeah. if you, like set up these pieces you've got to do it's like your Chekhov's gun thing like yeah. if you show the gun at some point you're gonna have to fire it exactly right. so don't even show it and then you don't have to worry about that but like they set up some things which i think was nice because the show kind of came out of left field like mm-hmm. i didn't know much about it like people i'd heard some things people said they really liked it and i'm like it was a random weekend screw it i'm gonna give it a shot and i'm like wow this is really awesome but i i I don't think even Netflix knew how big it was going to be. Oh, no, I don't think so either. But, like, um, the whole thing, like, briefly going over the love triangle between Jonathan, Nancy, and Steve. Steve started off as the biggest dick on the show. And he redeemed himself in the end. And a lot of people were not excited about Steve and Nancy getting back together in the end. For me, I was kind of okay with it because... That's kind of going against the trope of, oh, 
the the damaged sad nice guy yeah, should be wins. with the should yeah. be with the girl. That's true. But it's like it's, it's such a trope now. It's like it I'm glad they went against it because like just because you're damaged and sad doesn't mean you always get the girl. You still right. gotta fight for the girl. And it everything. does. Yeah, I agree with it that. It doesn't it work did. out in the end. Right. And you wouldn't have the payoff in season two. Oh, if, absolutely. Like, if, like yeah. if they had done that, you right. Know. I also like with season. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because. I, it's been a while since I've seen season one, but Dustin lost weight, right, from season one to season two. Like he looked yeah, he like fixed, it, well, his teeth know, were fixed it, and everything. Well, like yeah, his character had gone was, through. Uh, I think that might have been something they did cosmetically to him to make it look like his teeth were jacked actually. Up, I, but I they talk about it. Dustin, the the uh, Gatton. I don't know his last name. He has yeah. a he has a, an Italian last name, I think. But like he talks about how like he actually does have like, that dysplasia right. thing. Oh, okay. But he he actually like. Got when like an did, apparatus or something. Yeah, like when he did interviews and everything, he would have like the the front four teeth. Yeah. But then, like for the rest of the show, I think they finally like let him like just have it for the rest of the show. So I feel like yeah. he's right. still. I don't know if, if those are like his real teeth or if they are like prosthetics and everything. Right. I don't know, but like he did like you know bring that you know over and everything. So right. that was I felt like was a good change for the show, and it did add a little you know something else for for Dustin to talk about and everything. Yeah. I feel right. like that was fun. Well, and it helped character. him with the lisp too, because right. like oh, when he yeah. didn't have the four teeth, right. you remember he kind of lisped a little bit. Right. Yeah, but had, that kind of added Cody to his Rhodes. character. Yeah, I, did I too. do. Like, yeah, I love that guy. Like that's probably out of the four kids, probably my favorite. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, he had the best line. also yeah. to be honest, like you didn't see a lot of Will in season one, so it was like mm-hmm. you didn't. He wasn't really part of the group, really. You know and what that- I call that? I call that the Hawkeye Avengers effect. Because remember Hawkeye in the first Avengers, he gets mind wiped and like. You only get to see him as like this zombie kind of, right. and that's kind of the same thing until the so, end. Yeah, yeah. and so. then and then like they brought him back for Avengers two, and they dedicate so much time to him, and right. it's like yeah. the best part of the movie. Yeah, right. So I, I, it's interesting to see Will actually connecting because you never really got to see him hang out much in season one. Only yeah. the first two episodes, and then he was gone. You know, and I felt bad for the kid too because I'm like, he's doing all these conventions. And stuff. Yeah, what, he's he like got thirty minutes of screen. Time I know it wasn't a lot in season one. Yeah, like man, that's a nice. But I love that. I love the Empire and all that shit. Yeah, I, I loved how they had it open like with Halloween. I think that was really great. Yeah. Um, it's already you have that vibe. It kind of fits, and then you get to see the '80s costumes, and then. You know, with Jason and everything else, people were wearing Freddy masks and all that, and it was cool to see that. How it kind of brought back memories of when I was Halloween. Oh you know, yeah, trick because or treat. I went as Ghostbusters a bunch of times. Like my mom. That was actually, a clever my, too. My yes. mom actually called me when she watched that episode, and she's like, "If you watch Stranger Things," I'm like, "Yeah," and she's like, "What did you think of their costumes?" And I geeked out about how much like I love because my mom homemade all my Halloween costumes as a kid. Oh, of course, same and here. She made the Ghostbusters costume, but here's what we had to do. We had to go to the video store and rent Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and then we would put it in the VCR. Well, when you hit the pause button, it would only pause for, like, a minute or two. Yeah. So she'd have to, like, s- sketch, like, the costume, and then, like, it would start playing again. She had to pause it again and, like, sketch it again. So, like, my mom went through hell We did work. the same thing. My yeah. dad had, like, a film Minolta camera and everything. Yeah. And just- Freeze frame, snap photo, take yeah. it to Walgreens, develop one yeah. hour later and everything. It was right. like a whole process yeah. for us. Oh, yeah. To Wait, make it work. You just made you yeah. made me internally cry when you said video store and how much I missed that already. Oh, I do. I'm like old that, enough to know about Blockbuster and yeah. everything, and it still hurts. That was a haven of, like, where you would learn about new things. Because I think what makes this show good is, like, when I grew up in, like, the 80s, there was all of these, like, B horror and sci-fi movies yes. that they made like Robo Jocks mm-hmm. and Trancers and like all these and Toxic movies, Avenger, Toxic Avenger, all these like really kind of B horror movies that you would 
talk to your buddies about like hey you need to rent this this is really good and this kind of hodgepodge stranger things does a lot of those ideas together and kind of makes it all work yeah um and i i like the fact that you had this whole like you finally got to see well, actually, no. I think before that, you got to see a new character. Uh, before the Halloween trick or treating, you got to see a new character because they're they're going to this uh, uh, arcade, and that brought back memories too. I went, I do. Oh my god! Arcade, like quarters games. after quarters yeah. after quarters of arcades. Uh, I loved arcades, uh, and they they go through and they see like this character name is like Mad Max. They're like yeah. high score. You just beat your high score on Dig Dug, and you're like, so that kind of brought back memories. And then you find out who Mad Max is, uh, Max. Uh, and what'd you guys think of her character? I I have mixed feelings about her character. It's a thing that I like that they brought in a new character, but they there wasn't much of a payoff. No. Because it was like she was brought in and she was kind of brought in to be like, you know, disrupting the team and everything. Like a foil kind exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah. But it was like, you know, she's the new girl in town. So it's like, okay, how is the team going to react? Lucas and Dustin obviously like her. There's a, a love triangle. Mike doesn't like the fact that there's a new girl coming in. They didn't talk to him about it. She's um she's automatically brought into the team because two two of the four like her. Right. Yeah. And then there was a moment where there might have been a love triangle with Mike involved, and that went nowhere. Right. And then her care. I liked her character, but I feel like she wasn't. It kind of got felt forced a little bit. It like, felt right. forced, yeah. and then it wasn't fully developed afterwards. Right. And it was yeah. like she was now she's there and it's like right. okay well now she's part of the team now and Mike is still a dick to her yeah and that kind of because he had he uh, well yeah but Mike has reasons that way because he, does, he has feelings for Eleven but there's no but there's no like there's no payoff in the end where it's like he, like because that's like my big thing is like there's you always have to have a payoff if you're setting up a situation yeah. yeah so it's like if Mike finally comes around to liking her finally. But like I don't think they ever show that, or they ever like ad, like go to that at some point. Right. Yeah, they're gonna need to fix that in season three because I f- I feel like you do. It almost reminded me, and the, the, here's some straight up '80s references for you. It's almost like when Growing Pains, when Leonardo DiCaprio joined the cast, uh-huh. and they that yeah. like it was like the cousin or something, or like in the Brady Bunch when they got the extra kid, and it was like the cousin that moved in. Like it's like okay, this person's here, love this person, and it's like. Well, no, I haven't built a relationship. Right, yeah, I don't but, know them yeah. as a character. I'm right. not just uh, because you tell me as the audience I'm supposed to love this person. I'm not going to automatically, you know. And the, to circle back around to the arcade, the two really cool things that I liked is number one, I liked how they had um, how they they foreshadowed everything when they were playing the the first video game, the animated one, um, a uh, King, Dragon's Lair. Dragon's right, Lair, right? Because what are the two boys doing? They're fighting over Prisna. Princess Daphne. Right. Oh what do they God. do later? Yeah. They yep. fight over Mad Max. Yep. The other thing, Dig Dug. Mm-hmm. What's that game about? About digging about digging holes. Digging holes with monsters in right. it. And actually right. one episode yeah. is literally called Dig Dug. Dug. Right. Because yeah. it's all about the monsters that are under the ground and everything. Right. So like exactly. the arcade did it was a very lot clever of from a writing four, standpoint. Yeah, a yeah. lot of foreshadowing with the writing, yeah. which yeah. I thought was really, really cool. Yeah. Wow. Now I kinda want to go back and it's watch true. season it's two. It's true. It's really cool. Well, yeah. You need to before you watch season two again, watch all of Beyond Stranger Things. Because yeah. that's where I learned like ninety percent of this stuff. And yeah. I'm gonna at some point, I'm going to do a rewatch. The only reason I haven't jumped on it just yet is because I know Punisher's coming out like in a week. And well, ooh, I want to start over from season Punisher. one because Brandy hasn't yeah. seen it. Really? Yeah, she's oh, like, oh, we need to do that. well, the thing is, like, she has certain shows that she gravitates towards and yeah. things like that. So it's like, 
I think she would dig. This I think she though. would really dig this it. Is I, in her wheelhouse. Yeah, I really do too. Uh, but it also it has that uh, the reason why I took a while to watch season one. This is because it was so popular. People were like, oh, Stranger Things 2, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, does this all the time. Well, it's, it's not with everything, but like with but, a lot of things. But I agree. No, no. I, I'm I'm 100% behind you on that because I have those same feelings about shows where it's like, like I'm just now getting into Breaking Bad right now. Like right. I, I always I love it, dude. It's yeah, awesome. Like I, but I, I always wait for the hype to die because it's like, and my brother always calls me a hipster for it, and it's not that I'm a hipster. I do the same thing with him, so yeah. I feel bad. But, like, it's it's not a matter of being a hipster. It's the fact that if so many people keep talking about it, it's like, then why do – like, it's like the reason why I like community so much is because not a lot of people talk about it. It's yeah. the under – I love the underdog shows. If everyone – right. Like that's my dad when he when he watches football he always roots for the underdog team. Right. He always roots for the team that has like the worst like you know you know win lose. He's score. a huge Browns fan. Is what yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Touche. I'll have to ask him on that one. Uh, but like yeah, but, I agree. yeah. So like that's why like I I understand why you didn't get on it as fast. I got on as fast as I could because I I grew up. As a as a kid who grew up mainly through the two thousands and the late nineties, mm-hmm. yeah. I still gravitated towards the eighties stuff. So that's yeah. why I enjoyed it more, and that's why I jumped on as fast as I could. Well, you had good parents too. Parenting oh yeah, done right. So absolutely. Yep. But yeah. Uh, so for me, it, it's it's one of those things where it was so. It, I agree with you. You, you. When you when someone tells you something is good, and they tell you over and over and, and over and else over talks about it. You don't want to. You you feel like you're almost forced to watch something, and then you lose. Like uh, for me, it feels like if someone tells me I have to do something, my reaction is like it's not to not do it. It's just I want to do it on my own time, and I want exactly. and I don't want to go see it and then fool myself thinking it's great because everyone else says it's great. I want to watch it my own non bias. You know, I want to exactly. go in and be like, is this really good? And, and go then, in and like, watch it. And when you do like it, you finally understand why everyone was so exactly about it. that's why. And and but I I love Stranger Things. I I think it's fantastic. Season two, just for those at home, I haven't seen the last two episodes of season two, uh, but we can talk about season two. I am two. glad the episode that you're uh, that you the last episode you watched. I'm glad you got up to that one. Yeah, I, I have mixed. About I have mixed Chicago. feelings about yeah. that episode. Okay, yeah. okay. When season one of Stranger Things starts out, there it's it's like a it kind of reminded me of Point Break a little bit. Like it's like a bank heist or maybe even heat. Uh, yeah, and you're like. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot about the heist. Yeah, yeah it opens yeah. with the heist. I forgot about that. Yeah, too. me too. Yeah, because it's so weird. Like you start it, and I'm like, where, where's Eleven? Where are the ki- who yeah, the fuck what is are this? these people? Yeah, yeah. So like, you go through it, and then you get to the end of the heist, and the girl kind of pulls this mind whammy to right. like fool the cops so they can get away. You see like the sleeve. Yeah, like, she you has see numbers. her nose bleeding, and yeah. you see the tattoo that right. Eleven has, but hers says six. No eight. Uh, eight. 008. 008, eight. yeah. She's eight. So you're like, oh, shit. This is There's a whole – well, they yeah. could go anywhere with this. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, wow. And then you get the titles, and then you go to the kids. And I'm like, okay. But they leave that alone for like five or six episodes. Like, it's a long time Oh, yeah, you before... almost forget about it, you know. Yeah, exactly. I actually completely forgot about it. I kind of thought somebody had a brain fart or something. Yeah. I thought somebody was like, ah, oh, this will be funny to – you know, do this and say there's other because I thought it was going to be a spinoff. I thought maybe that was their backdoor pilot. Yeah. Spinoff with other kids. And I was like, oh, they're not going to go back to it because maybe they're going to make a show about eight or whatever. And then you get to the episode where Millie Bobby Brown go, or 11 goes to look for her mom. And then she finds out where eight is. And then she goes and sees eight. Right. And that reminded me a lot of the Warriors. 
when oh, yeah. you go it and does. meet them. Mm-hmm. Like it's very yep. the way everything looks, the way everything's shot, right. the way all the characters are. It's very Warriors esque, and. I, I'm not gonna lie. I still wouldn't be surprised if they don't try and spin that off. I like that's it, a show waiting it, to happen. That was, but the thing is, like, I feel like that was kind of. I think that was, in my opinion. But I've heard a lot of people say the same thing that mm. that was kind of the weakest episode in the sense mm. that it it was so far out of left field for a show was, that's are, yeah. that's already out of left field. Just for Eleven to realize she doesn't want to be there. Like, she spends all this time yeah. wanting to go home, and then she realizes home is with Mike. Yeah. And it's like – and it's so – it's it's almost too different that I would have liked that story if she had gone there earlier. Instead of dedicating an entire yeah. seventh episode just to that story and that you're moment. that close to the end, you're kind right. of like – you're exactly. it almost, at the bit to get to the end It almost end game feels like it, a filler almost right. because you're like – this a is, model episode. Right. You're exactly. Like, yeah. So the, it would have been be, better – A lot it, of that was in the same studio if you don't – Yeah. If you notice that. Well, it would have almost been better if they would have dedicated like maybe half an episode or maybe like a small like right. – Eleven's doing this while the kids are doing that. You yeah. kind of go back and forth between both. It's all Eleven and it's right. all that group. And the only reason I thought, okay, this is the reason we're getting this episode is for a potential spinoff with that group or, you know, from 10 on down. Because there are other kids and maybe they'll do a spinoff well, with like another like kid Like New that's Mutants got and everything. Yeah, kind of. Where it's like, oh, there's other kids that were in this program and maybe they've gotten together and formed a team or maybe i mean there's things you could do with it. yeah i feel like and this is like not really a spoiler or anything but it's like i feel like how how season like how season two ends right they could do more with that story in season three they they ended they ended that whole story in chicago and they don't go back to it at all no they don't go back to it but you feel like there is still You could like you could see the look on Eight's expression yeah. that there's something she lost in that moment, mm-hmm. right? That she wants to come back, so there and might maybe be she'll something. come back and look for Eleven or yeah, something. like maybe yeah. maybe they'll incorporate more of that story in in like because of all things that they ended off on a huge cliffhanger. Yeah. Season like episode seven kind of ends on a cliffhanger almost. Yeah, um, but I do that was that was like why I have mixed feelings about it because like the entire story of Hopper and Eleven. Was like my favorite B story of, yeah. an, of like the entire series. Like I just want to watch them interact. I thought it was really interesting oh, how they great. interacted and how they have their own codes for stuff. Knocking and then the Morse code and then she's looking looking up the code. And you for also it. learn how to build a trip mine. That's yeah. true. I was like, great, thanks, TV. Yeah, I yeah. learned how to make a trip mine with a bullet and a mousetrap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which but- they never came back to, which is kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they never came back to that. There was a lot of stuff with that cabin they never came back to because, like, they made the trip on. I just love that whole the whole set. I, yeah, it's I, still I, I love the way it's done. The just she has her own little room, and and then I like when she got angry and everything starts shaking and breaking and all the stuff. And they're talking about her fly, the past and all that. So they did a lot of that shot on the fly, and when they rigged everything up to blow, they were gonna put his stuntman in there. He said, "Hell no." He said, I'm doing this. I want you to have it on me, and I want you to have the shot on my face so you can see it's me, not a stunt guy. So they actually blew all the windows out around him. 
That's cool. Like, and he that's stood commitment. there in the middle of the room when all the glass was coming in because it that's was real cool. glass. It wasn't that's sugar awesome. Glass. That's real glass. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, that well, I don't know, but they said it was like you know they really blew all those windows out, so I figured it was probably real glass. Yeah. That's Maybe cool. sugar glass. As big as the pieces were, I would they think were it, pretty big. Because yeah, yeah, because sugar glass. I don't. It's, well, you yeah, director. Yeah. yeah like when you break glass. that shit, it just turns into crap. Like, yeah. It, it looks just, so it powders. fake. Powders. Yeah. It's a good word. And there was big chunks flying. There was true. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just liked him as a character, and him. Whenever him and Eleven were on screen, like they have this bond, this this chemistry. Like it's different than with the kids, you know. Yeah. And it's because she never grew up with a real father, quote unquote, Papa, whatever from season one. But that wasn't really her, you know, not a real father experience. Yeah. But he was like uh, Hopper was more of like her surrogate father in a way. Like she kind of. She wanted to be protected, but she also wanted to, she as a te- you know becoming a teenager. She wanted to rebel yeah. and you know do all that. And he had his rules, and I love that they, they just the writing and the editing was really well done with that. I just I wish they would have stayed longer in that. Like, they could have stayed longer. That episode with yeah. the two of them when he's like building the cabin and oh, showing her the so rules great. and stuff. Like love that. I could have had two episodes. Of that. I love like, that. I, I do too. Cabin. That was my favorite probably yeah, of season, especially episode. when they're dancing yeah. to Jim Croce and everything. I'm oh like, yes, yeah. that was so awesome. And he's like um, pulling out the re- oh that was so great I, so I, yeah so I love that uh, that character element. I knew um, you would because he had some solid dad jokes in there. He like did when he had that when yeah. he had the candy and he's like sitting out here all, eating all this candy by myself. Yeah, I'll get, I'm gonna fat. get fat. Yeah, I have I a heart attack. That. Yeah, like that that is totally a Johnny dad joke. <laughs> yeah, right there. so but I I, lo- I just love the character development there. I still, even though Will is in this season, he still they did a good enough job of making him feel like the odd man out still like yeah. even when they were going trick-or-treat and he kind of was distant and walking back and mike was trying to get him to you know hey you know what, what's going on and they sat down and had their moment and they talked about stuff and he just will feels so disconnected and i think that and that's a good writing standpoint but also a good way to show that he's still conflicted and then that whole pivotal moment where he's out there and then the the shadow monster whatever you want to call it uh, goes into him and he's just like experiencing that and he's uh, I thought that was really well done. That was scary. To it me. was that, that scene freaked me out. And it everything. was because yeah. you didn't know what was going to happen. You're like, what is happening? Yeah. Someone made the comment that the whole scene between Sean Ast and Bob, which I love oh wait, Bob, we talked Bob. about him. A yeah. great, a great character. I love Bob. And the one scene when Bob is driving Will to school and everything, and he's talking about the clown and everything. Did you notice the it reference? How it because. Bob talks about how he's from Maine. Right, right. And how this creepy clown was going to give him a balloon. Okay. <laughs> and someone was saying That's that. That's awesome. Someone is saying, like, is that a reference? Or are they saying that Bob was, you know, at one point. In it. Like, yeah. attacked by Pennywise at some point. That's it's hilarious. Like. like could they he, do that? Would they do that? Would they connect it? You know, like. Oh, and actually, funny thing about it is that. I, I was texting my brother about it because he, like, he finished the show before I did, and he's yeah. all the way out in Abu Dhabi, and he finished the show before I did. I'm like, damn it. So I was texting him, and I was saying, like, did you notice that Mike really isn't in this show as much as he used to in season one? Because Mike is, like, Mike is a lot is, – is, is, he isn't in the show a lot. It's a lot season. of Lucas and Dustin. Like, Lucas, Dustin, and Will. Yeah. Mike isn't in there a lot. And I was like, oh, maybe that was because he was still shooting it at the time. Probably. Oh, that was why, like, yeah, that was why you didn't see that. Mike yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the reboot of it. You liked it, though, right? It's good. Uh, it, it, it really well-reviewed. Oh, um, yeah. And, a little uh, a little too well-over-reviewed, but it's still right, good. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so Stranger Things Season 2, uh, if you've not seen it, you need to check it out. But before we end this episode, I have to talk about the music because 
We Being, gotta talk about Bob first. We do. Bob yeah. is really cool. Sean Astin, of course, yeah. a product of the eighties. Uh, he the kid from act, the Goonies. From the Goonies. Well, everything. All the Goonies references because, like, the thing that kind of was a nail on the head for me is when he was. They they had all the drawings in the house of the stuff, and he's like, X marks the spot, and I'm like, Ah, oh, damn it! Oh. And, yeah, and I was like, Oh, that's yeah. that's totally a Goonies. I also reference. noticed, like, I'm glad yeah. you mentioned the drawings on the wall. Yeah. That's something that they kind of brought over from last season. Is that yeah. last season there was Christmas lights all over the house? That house right. always gets fucked up. Yeah, it does. Like Christmas it does. lights, yep. Yep. drawings, and now yep. drawings. But, yeah. And it's like, but, yeah. huh, they kind of brought something over from last. Yeah. So like season season two kind of had elements from last season. Right. But yet it was still new and different. Right. That's yeah. why I liked about it is that I didn't notice it till afterwards, and it yeah. didn't make me like, oh, well, that sucked. And I was like, no, it actually makes it a little more interesting because it's like, oh. There's still a pattern. It's still familiar, but yeah. it's still new. And, yeah. and it would have been a cliche thing if Bob was was a, was shitty to Will, right? It would have been like, oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I only care about your mom, and you know. But he seemed to genuinely care about Will, and I think that was oh, really yeah. cool. So, Mr. Mom, all oh, right. Yeah. And <laughs> Steve, can we talk about Steve's yep. transition? Oh, the, he's so redeemable. Yeah, the douchebag boyfriend. Yeah, douchebag boyfriend. Well, oh, it's the whole the scene. buddy comedy with him and Lucas. I want, I want a whole episode. I said the, of the same exact thing. Out. I want, like, I, yeah. I want an entire spinoff just on those just two. Just those two. That yeah. was like the best character development I've ever seen from a kid who went from a douchebag to being like really, probably really one of cool. my favorite characters in yeah. the entire show. Like his his his, his journey. Yeah, was like the best, and he was like. Just that whole scene between him and and Dustin is like probably one of the cutest moments ever, and just it was so random for that to happen, and for him just like, hey, do you still have the the spike bat? Wait, wh- what? The the bat with all the nails in it? Do you yeah. still have it? And they just went right into it. Yeah. And also one of my favorite scenes that came right before that is um, Mike's dad. I fucking love. Mike's dad on the show because he literally does nothing and the show admits to it. Yeah. Especially when Dustin is like walking off. He's like, God damn son of a bitch piece of shit. Does do for nothing. Language. Yeah. And he is just so dry and pointless right. that it, he's almost like Jerry from Rick and Morty. Yeah. But worse. Oh yeah. He kind of like, actually that's a really, really good. He kind yeah. he also kind of reminds me of Marty McFly's dad before the, the <laughs> shift. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very dis- yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh uh, God, I I hate and love the dad on that show. Especially, I knew I was gonna like the dad in season one when like there's that whole dinner like fiasco and everything. The dad's just like, "What did I do? What did I do?" Yeah. yeah. And goes back. To oh, I also love this very '80s dad. Yeah. This is another thing that I thought was really clever too. Is like. The introduction of TV dinners being like a more oh, of yeah. a popular thing, like right. they've kind of phased out. TV dinners are still a thing now, but yeah. they've oh, I've, phased. I've been eating them a lot lately. Right, <laughs> but they're but they were really games. popular in yeah. the eighties because it was like, hey, microwaves. They want to get the microwave. Why should he yeah. want a microwave? TV dinners are cool, quick. Yeah. You come home from late from work, you can pop into TV dinner and eat. Right, yeah. but I love how they had them everything in like the foil, and then he's like, all right, time to eat dinner. And they yeah, open it, and they it's like it. this little Salisbury yeah. and like peas and mashed yes. potatoes. It brings back to when he would eat those. You want saucy rubber known as steak? Here you go. Uh, yeah, and but, then you couldn't eat the egos until you ate your dinner. Right. Th- but th- there is one character we've completely forgot about, and that is the douchebag brother. Oh my oh, god, yeah. Billy! Yeah, yeah. You know Joe Dirt. Remind me of jo- Joe yeah, Dirt. Jerk. You know he's the Red Ranger, right? Yeah, he's the yeah, new Red Ranger. Yeah. But anyway, he looks like Joe Dirt with that he hair. Does, he but does. You know who he remind me of? At one of the vampires from the Lost Boys when he showed up. Oh my god! As he soon does. as I saw that, I was like. 
dude, is this an homage to like the Lost Boys? Because he's got he had the crazy Trans Am and he's got that crazy ass mullet. Yeah, um, and Another like sweet mullet, yeah, sweet sweet mullet. That is an awesome so, mullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of party in the back. A I lot of party that. in the back, which I, I think it. it was a wig. I it think, probably was, but, but still, yeah, it, it was. was pretty sweet. Yeah, and like his little little mustache and yeah. like little hair. And but the thing is, my buddy Adam was talking about how. What he liked about that character, because, like, there was a movie that Adam and I saw that was, like, so bad that they wrote, like, their douchebag character where he was, like, he was always talking about his dick and everything. And, like, he was a ladies' man. He was going to fuck every woman and everything. And it was so annoying. And Adam and I are just, like, no one talks like that in real life. And it's, like, if you do talk like that, you're a crazy person. Right. And when we saw Billy on the show, it was, like, that's the kind of character. Yeah. He is such a dick. He is so full of himself. That he actually does have some kind of mental problem. Right. Yeah. And it was like, And then I you believe- find out later what the mental problem exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. There is one scene, and it's not a spoiler, but there's a scene where he's like looking at himself in the mirror. It reminded me a lot of Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. With, um, oh, I'd fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck me hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but. So, uh- <laughs> My favorite scene with him is he's, he's pumping iron. And he's watching MTV. He's drinking a Schlitz beer, and he's got a fucking cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And I'm like, "How the hell can you smoke a Marlboro and fucking like he's bitching like 250? Like he's doing these curls yes. and smoking a Marlboro, and then he go gets a hits of his Schlitz beer, and then he's got MTV blaring in the background. And I'm like, what the f- like what the fuck, dude? Like I don't." If you've ever worked out, like hard worked out, there's no oh yeah way I you could. Do. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> big workout fan. Yeah. You don't have to with that giant dick of yours, Dirk. Oh, exactly, yeah. swinging around. That's exercise alone. Helicopter dick. That's that, I mean, just walking, getting up. Yeah, that's my workout. That's your workout. So being single for 21 years, that's my workout. That's your workout right there. But yeah, he's smoking, and I'm like, what the fuck? And he's drinking beer at the same time. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, what kind of workout routine is this? Yeah, he was crazy in this. One. like especially like when he was about to run over the kids in the car and everything i thought he was gonna straight up murder them kids. Would, like, i was like we're like, about to lose up. one of the stranger kids right yeah. now I'm like yeah. one of these kids are about to die yeah so. i was like oh my god is he like and he's just looking away the whole time yeah. just staring max down like, he was so psychotic that scared yeah. the hell out of me yeah but it was weird because he could turn on the charm because when he's seducing the other guy's mom yeah like she's in the bathtub reading the book which did you notice the book cover what was it it's him He's on the book cover. Like, the Fabio-looking guy has yeah. got the same mullet. Looks exactly like him. That's funny. That's on the cover. So, but, yeah, like, when he's, like, seducing her and sweet-talking her and stuff to get the information on where Max is. I almost took my shirt off during that scene. It was so like, hot. I'm I know, not going right? to lie. Like, I, I want to spin off of that. Like, yeah. I, want, I want that next season. I want I want that relationship to happen. The, the... I was also kind of like... She does know he's like seventeen, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, but she, yeah. it's still funny. It, it's super funny, and he's like eating the cookie and stuff, and like talking to her. I'm like, this is the craziest thing I think I've ever seen on TV. Like yeah. at least in a minute, because I was like, this this guy's an asshole. Yeah, so. I lo- like that was my one of my favorite scenes, and again, it showed how much of a shitty father. Uh, Ted is. He's just yeah. sleeping the whole time. He's just like a sleeping lazy boy while his wife is totally just like in bliss in right now. In bliss yeah. talking to this kid. And I'm like, what the hell? I kept waiting for that kid to put a cigarette out on somebody, to be honest. <laughs> like the whole yes. time, I'm like, this, this motherfucker's going to burn somebody with a cigarette. Like, I don't know when, I don't know who, but somebody's getting a cigarette put out on him because that yeah. kid was an asshole. I kind of liked how this show also went back to like a lot of like 
a lot of the the sets that they have from last year, like I didn't think they would go back to the uh, the junkyard, but they did. Yeah, and they and they made it look cooler. They yeah. did. Like, yeah. Somehow they like went back to every set from last year. Well, because they filmed all in it. Atlanta. So, yeah. like, all that shit's probably still sitting there. So. Yeah, but, like, they took everything and dialed it up to, no pun intended, 11. Yeah. Ah! I'm making a Spinal Tap reference and yeah. a Stranger Things And it, it's a dad joke. Dad, a dad joke approved. Joke. I'm right. Approved. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Look, at, look at the shit in Granny's got. Like, I mean, seriously. I can't. That's why I'm giving you. I know. I you, 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 look, look. Don't look at his eyes, man. Don't look at his eyes. That's, that's It's like it. Jurassic Park right yeah. now. If you don't move, he you won't notice. Move, he won't yeah. notice. He won't notice. You know what I did notice was the music. The music, I... Oh, and I, dude, people, I another beer. People so already is, uh, know. Time for that, people so. already know. Being a composer, being a f- you know, I love music. Uh, I I love soundtracks to TVs and movies. Mm-hmm. And this was like the soundtrack that people were like, that don't listen to soundtracks were yeah. like, hey, this is pretty awesome. You got to check this out. You know, and it it just the way it was it wasn't overly done. It was very it, I would say not minimalistic, but it was simplistic where it wasn't too crazy. But the music fit every mood and just. Going now, I've been listening to the soundtrack this season too, and I, mean, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I was just listening, listening to it, it all the time. Uh, I just love this. Like they have a they have a theme for every location now, and this I don't know if that was way in the first season, but this season they have like the arcade theme, they have like a home theme, they have anytime that you would come back really? home, they had a theme for that. And now I'm like paying attention to that more now as I'm hmm. finishing up season two. But I was like, that's clever. Uh, and then they tweaked the original theme and all that, and I just I love that synth sound. Yeah, uh, I mean because it. It, it is very nostalgic. Uh, a lot of movies like Blade Runner, oh, done yeah. with the synth soundtrack. A lot, a lot of stuff like that from the eighties. You think, you know, eighties. You think synth. That very wet synth sound yeah. and everything right. is so nice. And it just, it just has a, it tells a story almost in itself. And I, I, I love this soundtrack. Blade Runner isn't Blade Runner without that Vangelis soundtrack. Oh, no. so good. Very, you so take good. that out the movie, the movie is. Is not the movie Blade is still Runner. boring, but it's right. it's it's fun to listen to. <laughs> Same thing like Total Recall. The soundtrack to Total Recall is yeah. all synth heavy. It's amazing. Jerry Goldsmith, rest in peace. Uh, but I, I I just love the soundtrack because it just it had that that they encapsulated everything you felt emotionally. It really helped add that extra like touch to the show. Like sure you could do the whole show with no music, but it's having the extra layer just kind of oh, made yeah. you feel like you're in that world. Even when they were on like an 80s centric location just it's in a car driving like you could hear that music kind of pulled you closer uh and i discovered new music from the 80s that i never heard of until then and i was just like i like this song i'm searching oh it. yeah Thank they had you. soundtracks from the 80s that's right oh, yeah God, really the music cool that they use well, there you, you haven't you haven't hit the last episode yet nope. and no spoilers but they said they spent 90 percent of the music budget on that last episode really yeah because of some of the songs they, they use. probably have the oh, licensing yeah. and all that yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah that you know now. what i'm saying yeah so, so yeah. looking forward so, to that yeah, but that one you're gonna you're gonna blow your mind because there's a lot of good music in it because 80s had i think 80s might have had the best music i i i, I, I think agree, 80s yeah. is the most diverse uh i mean you had 80s think about everything. it you had 80s hair metal so if you love hair metal you got something in there if you, if you love like dance club stuff they had the techno stuff electronic stuff they were building throughout that mm-hmm. uh you also had like uh, rap was coming in at that rap, time. Was, rap coming was coming in, in. New you wave. had new wave you also had punk rock that yeah. was really developing from the mm-hmm. 70s into the 80s uh from the uk and all that so you had a, a nice mixture and then you had like you know you had your the bands that were popular that were uh, like everyone could listen to like the Cars you know something I was listening rocks. to Asia yeah. on the way over oh here. yeah oh, were you really yeah. like Heat nice. of the Moment and Don't Cry those are like my two favorite yeah. songs I just yeah. blare all the time yeah so I mean it overall and obviously I'm I'm looking forward to finishing the last two episodes yeah. uh probably do that tonight um but 
the show is just it hits everything. Like it hits yeah. all the the moments that you want. It you could binge watch it and you're not tired of it when you're binge watching it. You're like, yeah. oh, it's not a chore. You're like, I want to see what happens. You generally yeah. are excited to see the next episode. I hated getting pulled away from it. It's like shit. I got to make a movie right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we definitely uh, love Stranger Things. Um, yeah. And any other final words on the show? I mean, um, we've geeked out for over an hour. Yeah, about it. season two was was good. Which one do you think was better, season one, season two? I want to ask each of us that. I, it's one of those things like it's like asking me which one's my favorite Spider-Man, Tom Holland or uh, Tobey Maguire. It's like, I I like both for different reasons. That it's like it's a, it's a combination of things. I like both. For different reasons, but at the same time, I still kind of lean more to season one because season one, yeah. season one was very self-contained and down to earth. Where season two, they knew they had to go above and beyond and make it yeah. bigger, right? And it worked in some, some places. Some of it worked, and some of it didn't. Yeah, yeah, where it was like some of the monster stuff. I felt like you didn't need to do that many monsters. That and the the crazy uh, the crazy guy the crazy conspiracy guy yeah like eh. that story was kind of thrown weak. in there yeah, yeah it was kind of like it was like okay we've got to fill an episode because that was another bottle episode they spent the whole episode in his little I don't know what you want to call it his little Lair. bunker or whatever yeah so what I'm episode like, was that um the six? one where the one where uh, Jonathan and Nancy go to the conspiracy guy yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah they yeah. find out about yeah. water it was down like six and or five yeah. wasn't it like five yeah. or six I think somewhere in there yeah, yeah. But, like yeah. It, that was the one right and the one where the spoiler alert the two of them kind of got back together because mm-hmm. that pullout joke is the greatest fucking <sighs> joke I think ever that was oh my god as soon as I like I literally spit out a beer when I, I heard that joke because that was so funny because he's like how was the pullout and then the dude's like <laughs> yeah and i was like oh my god i didn't even think about it because i like i was thinking about the couch but then when he does a spit take i was like oh my god he's talking about the pullout on nancy and i'm yeah. like jesus like i didn't even think about like because my mind didn't uh, normally it does go to the gutter right. but yeah. like automatically it was like oh how's the couch oh, it was kind of you know bumpy whatever but yeah. it's like no the, yeah. the kid thinks it's about the <laughs> yeah i'm like oh my god yeah no. oh so stranger yeah. things uh fantastic show which um, season for you as of right now yeah you, yeah you hasn't finished season two so right. we'll take this one yeah. with a grain of salt so season one obviously World building, character development, exposition—you've got to nail all that stuff. Yeah. Season two, you don't have to don't have to worry as much about the world building. I mean, there's things that you learn, but it's, it's season grow- two. Just, it grows off of the first one, right? So season two, you just get right into it, and the characters are already there. Um, right now, I would say season one still. I, yeah, I like season one better. I agree because like they were very like because they were still minimal with their. Maybe their I'll change my mind when I finish the last episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably have to, like have an episode with three right. of us together once he finishes, and right. maybe yeah. er, even if it's just like we touch on it just a little bit and talk about something else, right? Because I, w- I definitely want to see your thoughts once you finish it. That and we can talk about the ending. Yeah, um, yeah. Because the CGI yeah. was very less in. Season one, yeah. So it focused a lot more on character yeah. and a lot right. more on world building. That this was one. my only complaint. I figured I thought this season was a little bit more CGI heavy, and yeah. I didn't need it. Like for me, that story was great. Season one without seeing the monster, absolutely. Like, and also, I think if they had done maybe a rubber suit monster, I think it might have exactly. Done better uh, me than too, because the like there is. You think they would go more organic since it's the eighties, right? Mm-hmm. Like 
the, a lot of the stuff was organic, like real yeah. world sets and locations yeah. and all that. You think they would want to use a more Henson's Muppet Creature yeah. Shop kind of thing? I mean, like, I don't mind if they did CGI as long as like they mixed it up. Yeah, yeah. not just solely a CGI monster. I would have loved to have seen at least. You know, go more Jurassic Park with it yeah. and just right. have CG and and puppets and animatronics yeah. and stuff. Right. I would have preferred that more yeah. than just all CG Demogorgon. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that was my only complaint about the new season. Yeah, they had more money and they could use more CG, but I felt like they leaned on it a little bit too much. They used yeah. it as a crutch. It's yeah. like, oh, we've got this money, so let's just tell this story with the CG. That's just yeah. my humble opinion. What did yeah. they call the, the creature? Uh, the Dimmy Dogs are... No, no, no. Demo dogs. Demogorgon? No, no, no. What did they call the little dude? The little oh, creature? Oh, uh, Dart. 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 Yeah. Named yeah. after Dartanian. Dartanian, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I thought that was. Story. I just thought that was cute. The, 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 the name of the horse in Never Ending Story? No, no, no. No, Dartanian is from the Three Musketeers. Right. Um, The the horse from Never Ending Story. Oh, shoot. What is it from? What's his name? I forget. I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to remember what the boy screams as it's drowning. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the, all that old movie. Yeah, because yeah. um, Falcor was the Falcor was the flying dog, right? Yeah, Falcor, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, as an '80s kid, my like someone who grew well, the up kid's name 80s, was Atreyu, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the kid's I name don't, was Atreyu. I, I don't think I, I don't think I've seen Neverending Story. Really. I you think need to watch so. That. Yeah. Of all the it, 80s stuff it. that I know, yeah. I, I think you would enjoy it. I think you would yeah. enjoy it. It's really weird yeah. and quirky. Yeah, my friend Megan hates me because like there's so many movies I haven't seen. Like she she made she forced me to watch Dirty Dancing and I cried during that movie. So oh, I was like, anything with Swayze is good. Have you watched Roadhouse? I will now. <laughs> you need to because yeah. it will rock your fucking world. Okay. Like it's awesome. It's got Patrick Swayze. It's got fucking Bigfoot. Like not the monster, the yeah. truck. Um, it's got Terry Funk, the pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. It's got Sam Elliott. I mean, okay. It, it's, what more do I want? It, it, right. Nothing. You can't get any more than that. It's got a good soundtrack. Maze balls. Good soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, soundtrack solid. Ooh, like Seth great, Kate. great movie. Right, you say soundtrack. Let's I'm, do I'm another sold. episode, another time. Where we talk about eighties movies. Yeah, like, that's what we should okay, do. Yeah, I'll go. Let's do that. Which is funny let's... because you weren't even born in the eighties. But you love no, them. but yeah. I love which, the eighties. Yeah. yeah, which so let's do that. Let's next time before we meet, we'll do some homework and we'll maybe pick out like. Five movies each yeah. of the 80s that we like. Five favorite 80s. Right. Movies. That way it's... In other words, send me five movies that I have to watch as homework just in case. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, you yeah, should I do that. Yeah. List beforehand. Yeah. That's a good idea. And okay. the, the caveat, it has to be on Netflix so you can watch it, right? Okay. Or on a streaming service. Uh, any, I can find any movie online. You can find any I, movie I, yeah, online. I can, okay, I was I about to say, because I, don't, I, don't, I, I didn't like that caveat, personally, because yeah, okay. some of the movies I'm going to pick might not be on there, but okay. I, I think I can find five. But, yeah, I, I've seen Footloose, Dirty Dancing. I have When Harry Met Sally, Weird Weird Science. Oh, you and haven't seen Weird Science? Weird Science I haven't seen solid. Weird Science They yet. make I a hot it. girl with a fucking computer. I, like, I, I have mean, the movie. That I movie is built it. for you, buddy. I know. Yeah. I just, like <laughs> I'm just saying, that, that movie is fucking custom built for you. You're going to love that shit. And The Warriors. I have those movies ready to go. I, uh, I've got to say, I've never watched The Warriors. Okay. And like, I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never watched Warriors from beginning to end. Okay. So, um, and I need to do that yeah, at some point. The, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I... I, I hate saying this. I've never seen The Breakfast Club. Oh, that's solid. That's solid. Solid. Yeah. Solid, solid pick. Solid, solid pick. pick. Any uh, of the John Hughes stuff is pretty yep. solid. But I, I'm in the same boat. I've never seen 16 Candles. Me and, either. like, there's a couple Pretty other, in the, Pink. Pretty in Pink I've never seen. Like, there's 
some of the John Hughes movies I've seen, but I've not seen all of them. Well, so, maybe we'll all yeah. learn a little bit. You know, oh, this is that good. might be it. Like we can all share each other's list, and the ones we haven't seen, we need to watch. So right, like a top five probably be or better. Top ten. Ten would be a ten would be a lot of damn movies. Okay, so five. Watch, so right, five. let's just do a top. Okay, let's so just do five, five movies. We don't. Let's just say we'll we'll both pick five movies that we enjoy that we recommend. And not in a number order. Right, like just, just five yeah, movies five that we like from the eighties. Has to be eighty to eighty nine. Yeah. So that. So now you guys know, listening fans, uh, that'll be a future episode. Cannot include a Star Wars movie. Right. Yeah. Because that's be, it. Can't be too famous, but we we're not gonna like exclude horror. Right. I know there's like the thing and everything. Like right. Those movies. Oh, those right. movies are great. Right. Uh, but, and they live. We've right. all seen they live. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank mm-hmm. God. Um, but yeah, so we'll do that. So uh, thank you folks for listening to yeah. another episode of the Happy Hour Johnny and Deuce. Thank you, Dirk, for joining us again. Thank you. Three for episodes rocking and rolling. Sweet. Uh, how do people find your work? You're a filmmaker. So you can find my work on Death Lake Productions on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram at Death Lake Productions. Um, you. Go and check out my most recent short film, uh, VR or Violent Realm. Uh, and while we're on the topic of 80s movies and everything, I also released the film in in 4x3 VHS format. So if you love the 80s style, you can watch my recent movie in that format. And I actually did record that movie to VHS recently. Did you really? I can- oh, that's dude, really that's cool. cool. Do you want to know how I did it? It's the most stupidest thing possible. I connected my Xbox 360 into my VHS, played the DVD of the VHS and version, and just and just recorded it straight through my wow. Xbox. That's awesome. I didn't even know I could do yeah. that. And That's I was clever. Like, I'm so angry. I like all these years, I could just plug in my my game consoles into my VHS and, and record them on VHS. It. That's brilliant. Because they're coming man. back, man. VHS cassette tapes. People are really? yeah. Oh, the cassette tapes it's are coming come back. back. Yeah, really? heck yeah, man. People are making like. Like indie bands are coming out. Bands are like you know wanting Doing to come mix out. Doing mixtapes, doing mixtapes and stuff. It's, it's really cool. On on v- VHS. On, uh, on cassette oh, tapes. On, on cassette. Like yeah, cassette. they're coming back, man. Really? You know how like vinyls have never really gone, but they're yeah. they're getting a resurgence. Yeah. Cassette tapes are doing the same thing. Really? Bands are coming out like. I think U 2s coming out with an album, one cassette on next year. Cassette. Yeah, I as an option, you know. I think Guardians of the Galaxy kind of did that. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they have yeah. a. You can get like their Awesome Mix Volume Two on cassette. On cassette. Yeah, yeah it was like wild. a limited. It was like a limited time offer and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, but, cassettes are coming back. Yeah. It's and cool. hopefully VHS. Yeah. And then hopefully after that, Blockbuster and Video King. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I think that's something that I wish would come back, just because you know it's great with the streaming services, but you don't have that. Where you get together with other people that like movies and you get to share, like you don't have that experience. That Plus, you the library, you can make an argument that the library on on Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon and all that are very wide, but they delete them a yeah. lot. Yeah, they don't keep them there saying. forever. That's yeah, that's why I'm thinking, you know, I, if somebody was ballsy, I think you could do almost a video store resurgence, and people might like, especially if you're like a mom and pop place, you could do like a, you know. Instead of doing Redbox, you would go to you know you go to Dirk's House of Videos or whatever. Yeah. So don't yeah, don't don't, don't, the, don't force me, man. Yeah. I will do it. Dirk's House have, of have Videos. The, you have to have the adult back room though. Like if you don't have the room with the curtain that you have to walk through. So to basically, get to the you want movies, me to make the gods and monsters of VHS of like right, right, right. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta walk past like the little black curtain. Do, do, you were probably weren't old enough. Okay, we didn't have those in Blockbuster, but I've seen yeah. the Simpsons. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, okay. I'm going to tell this quick story and then we'll wrap up the episode because okay. I know Johnny's got shit to do. <laughs> so 
basically you would go to the video store and there'd be this little back room and there was a black curtain and it would say adults only and you'd walk through the black curtain and on the other side was where all the adult movies were uh, yeah like all the porno movies were yeah. yeah and it was like in this back room where like and like people you wouldn't really like look at each other or, like because you all know you're there contact. for the same reason you all know you're there for the same reason <laughs> yeah. you know so but you wouldn't really make eye contact and it was kind of weird and then you'd have to walk up and, and, and you know, get your movie. And they look at you. Like, yeah, it's kind of like. Yeah. Or you would bundle it with another movie. Like, you'd yeah. like you get the porno movie, and then you'd get, like, Jurassic Park. Because yeah. like, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly like what did he. You, okay, you worked at Blockbuster, and yes. I did, too. And because they're defunct, they can't sue us, right. allegedly. Right. Um, did you ever play the game where if somebody brought you back a porno movie and they didn't rewind it, pop it in, and see where they left off? I, a friend of mine did that. I did that yep. all the time. My like friend, yeah, that's me a where porno they finished. And you didn't rewind that that's bitch. That's where they finished. I popped it in. I was like, "Yep, that's where the guy finished right there, <laughs> yep. right there. That's uh, <laughs> yep. that's the ending. That's where he had his happy ending yep. right there. Yep. That's really weird. They're just fucking talking. Like yeah. this just seems like a weird place to stop. Like you know, our, so she's awesome. barely got her bra off. Like yeah. golly, oh dude! People like really? Last. Yeah. That's so. kind of like speaking um, of Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like that scene from uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the Woody Allen movie uh, Bananas, where he goes to the magazine store yeah. and he's looking at like all like these adult magazines that he's trying yeah. to like be all coy. But I was like, yeah. all right, fine. I'll get a, uh, I'll get Time. I'll get a new, I'll get Newsweek and uh, maybe a couple of these and everything. Yeah. And he goes up to the to the cashier and he drops it off, and the guy's looking through and everything. All right, Newsweek, Time, New York. Hey, Jimmy, do we have any copies of Orgasm? Do we have any <laughs> copies of Orgasm? And, like, Woody Allen's, like, completely embarrassed. And he looks to the woman next to him. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing research. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm already into it. Uh, advanced uh, pedophilia. And he's like, <laughs> oh, my God. And like, and, like, he walks out and, like, grabs her boob and, like, just yeah. walks out. Like, he's still a scientist Jeez. and everything. Right. Jeez. It's one of my favorite scenes. But that's exactly, like, yeah. what you reminded me of, of just, like, just doing that on someone like hey does anyone have any uh uh triple x star wars parody no yeah right. star wars star yeah. wars <laughs> doom womb raider and all this womb raider <laughs> see and that's what's missing in the video world today is they don't have these great porn parodies like they used to because it used to be it, he, he's right like they would have they would, like, they would the, have all these like knockoff knockoff like, like porn movies like if you anything there was like you know all in a family instead of all in the family <laughs> or like, like like it would be all like the craziest things like you know like no matter what it was there was like a porn version of it so i guess they have a rule that, rule 42 is that what it's yeah, called there's, like there's, there's a porn yeah. version of everything yep that's been around since like the 80s guys like yeah, that's nothing yeah. new like yep. yeah like he-man porn or right. whatever yeah like, no one's it, creative with the the, the names anymore no, it's just yeah. movie triple x parody yeah that's exactly like, right. which is like uh, come on what happened to the day when we used to have Saving Ryan's Privates? Right. Yeah, Are where we is had, that? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Where's Jurassic Park? Come yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. they had, oh, my God, they had so many great ports. That used to be, they, actually, one of the radio shows I listened to had a great game, and I want to bring it back on the show if we can figure it out how to do it. And it basically, he would name three pornos, but one of them was fake. So, like, he would give you three porn titles, and you had to figure out which one was a fake porn title. <laughs> it was the greatest fucking game ever because it would be, like, you know, it'd be, like, uh, I can't even come up with them now. But, like, he would, he would give you, like, three porn titles, and one of them was not right but like they were so close it'd be like so convincing yeah it'd be yeah. like star horse and whore trekking and 
Game of Cocks or something. Yeah. And Game of Cocks was the wrong one. Which Game you, of Bones. And Game of yeah. Bones. Yeah, 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 Game of Boners or whatever. Game of Boners. Yeah, That's, or whatever. We've yeah. given uh, Dirk a new, uh, new film project. Yeah. New, yeah. yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah. Right. You, know <laughs> you know what? That's actually a great project you could do. Have you ever seen the PG porn that they did? The what? The PG porn. They did. Okay. So they got all these famous people like Nathan Fillion and stuff. Yeah. And they made porn, but it was PG. So like... It was. It's really, really funny, but when you watch it, it's a little weird because it's like porno, but they're not cursing and they have their clothes on and stuff. And it was called PG porn, and it was like, uh, like I think Funny or Die did it. It was yeah. one of those kind of sites, but it was like they got like um the girl from Transformers and like these really famous people to like do this shit, and it was like. It was kind of this 80s porno knockoff, but it yeah. was like PG. It was almost like a ghetto uh, Skinamax kind of deal is what they were doing. <laughs> and, it, like, I, I think that would be great. You might be able to actually get away with that at college, like PG porno, like, you know, and make, like, you know, Game of Boners or whatever yeah. and do some sort of, I don't know. I, this this way. I, I hate the kids. fact that right now, yeah. as we're sitting here right now, I'm trying to think of porn parody titles, and it's pissing me off. Yeah, like, and you can't. I gotta think of a good anything. one. Yeah, I gotta think of a good one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's in another episode. That's of the another Happy episode Hour. of Johnny. Deuce corrupting the youth of America. Uh, right here on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, because that that's totally what happens. And how do people find you on the internet, Dirk? Uh, I think we've can... already asked, but I'll ask you again because people right. forgot. So you can find me at uh, at Death Lake Productions on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, go check out our recent short film, uh, Violent Realm. Uh, and our film is on VHS as well in VHS format on YouTube and on Facebook as well. So definitely uh, go check out Dirk and support the Dirk. Yep. The Dirkinator. Why are you singing of porn names like Top Buns and Baywatch? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Baywatch. Baywatch. Yeah. I mean, really, you can take anything and make a, a porn of you know. <laughs> Fuck loose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Oh, man. It's damn true, <laughs> as Kurt Angle likes to say. How do people find us on the internet? You can Deuce? find us at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Also, send us your emails at show at gmail.com. Uh, send us your questions for Buck, the Mega Buck. We're going back to the retro sorry. game treasure compound. Deuces, juices. Deuces, juices. <laughs> that would be a good one. Deuces, juices. You can also send us your, your porn parody names yes! to gmail.com and we can forward them on to Dirk, and maybe he can use them for his PG porn. When Harry wet Sally. Oh, there, yeah, you there you go. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, a big. <laughs> that one you really just don't even need to change. You just leave it alone. You know, Forest Hump. Yeah, Forest Hump. That's always a good one. Yeah, Joe versus the volcano. I mean, yeah. I think that one's probably okay as is. Um, Jeez. Uh, or versus the volcanoes, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so you can send us those. Oh Lord, off the rails, and I love it. it um, is. But yeah, send us your questions to HH Podcast Show at gmail.com. Also. Uh, if you got questions for any cast members, send them to us. Also, send us your favorite 80s movies since we're going to do an 80s movie. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd, that'd be, be cool. To cool. Get we could people. do one with our 80s movies and then do one of like what Audience people participation. sent in. Yeah, yeah like, that'd be cool. Uh, and just talk about like if we've seen them or not and what we thought about that'd the movie. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I know we've got some big 80s fans like Gordo Gringo and yep. Brian and oh, other yeah. people that listen that'd love to do it. David Pascoe would probably send us in a whole list. Uh, probably, yeah, yeah so. for sure. Um, that'll be awesome. Also, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show and soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. All of our episodes are on there. So go back and look at the list because there are a ton. 
They're a lot of fun. There's a bunch of ones with Dirk. You need to go back and listen to them because all the ones with him are awesome. Skin City. Skin City. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. The, reach, the around the house. <laughs> reach around house. Reach around house. That that sounds like a classic. A uh, uh, pork fiction. Uh, yeah. Oh damn it. Or plump fiction. Yeah. Um, pump fiction. Pump fiction. There you go. Double seven and a half <laughs> inches. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good lord. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. This is awful. Rocky. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or Rockies. Cockies. Or, or cockies. There yeah. you go. Uh, oh, you can't man. do porkies. No, you yeah, can't do no, porkies. You can do porkies, I get. Oh, yeah. Porkies was kind of a porn to begin right. with. Yeah, Anyone like really want to get right. down to it. Yeah. Porkies was totally. There was a totally lot of skin. <laughs> for a sure. lot of skin. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, that one was pretty damn close to a porno anyway. <laughs> <laughs> before we wrap it up, any up. last any last <laughs> names? It's I've tried to before you guys wrap it up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're trying to think of any more before oh, we. Oh Lord, uh, this man. is insane. Yeah. Thor Ram and Cock. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Don't, Thor Thor Ram and Cock. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to look at the video game wall over here. See if I can. I know get because any, like, you think that would game? come up. With, we if if Johnny had his DVD wall over here, we'd probably be able to. You know, right. Come Halo up with Reach Around. That's all I can think. Halo yeah. Reach Around. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's that's a totally different game. No. Warcock. War <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's another one. You yeah. know. Like there's there's definitely there's got to be some porno video game parody crossover there. Oh god, somewhere. there has to be somewhere. Yeah, ugh, that's a whole nother episode. That's Any- called the inc- that's called incognito mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> incognito mode. Faux show. Okay. Well, anyway, speaking of faux show, off the rails. Oh my god. What's that? This is off the rails. Oh, very off the rails. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is of course always three hash hash browns you can put in the uh, you can put in the Twitter machine hash brown. Happy Hour Podcast, Hash Brown, AJ's Podcast Show, and Hash Brown. This is all the news. Later. Bye.